This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Forecast from Steve Rudin. Clouds will continue to build moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. May see a stray shower or two, but not going to amount to very much. Temperatures by early tomorrow morning will be in the 40s. Highs for your Saturday in the 60s, but the mostly cloudy skies. A cold front will arrive midday, triggering a few showers. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We've dropped off a little bit from our 60s. We're at 57 at BWI Marshall, 59 at Reagan National, still 61 out of Dulles. 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Well, you just never know what's going to happen during campaign 2024. Big shakeup in Maryland's U.S. Senate race with a well-known new entry. I'm Mitchell Miller. Today on The Hill. Thousands of us got burned by scammers last year. I'm Neil Loggenstein. Vladimir Putin grants an interview to Tucker Carlson and the Russian president does most of the talking. We'll talk to WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. Five o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King in Orlando, and we have breaking news out of southwest Florida, where a small business jet has crashed on Interstate 75 near Naples, Florida, shutting down the highway in both directions. Lost both engines, emergency. I'm making an emergency landing. That audio courtesy of ATC. The Collier County Sheriff's Office says at least two people have been killed. This man was in a car on I-75 when it happened. It travels across the top of our car, and I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and I see it kind of crash right into that wall and just a burst of flame. Officials say the plane hit several vehicles on the ground. Ross McCaskey is with CBS affiliate WINK-TV in Fort Myers. This is a significant crash, and uh, there's a lot of debris, there's a lot of damage, and it's going to be interesting to see just where all the, the, the plane parts ended up as to where the plane initially started. We know that it looks like it, it uh, did at least uh, a 180 and turned the other direction by the time that it came to a stop. Five people were believed to have been aboard that plane. Pushback on the special counsel's comments about President Biden's age and memory comes in a take-no-prisoners response from the vice president. The vice president said special counsel Robert Hur's investigation into Biden's handling of classified documents was wrong on so many fronts. As a former prosecutor herself, she called this prosecutor's report gratuitous, inaccurate, and inappropriate. And she likened it to a political hit job. The way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be 
more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. The Senate's preliminary vote says yes to a $95 billion foreign aid package, including money for Ukraine and Israel. Correspondent Scott McFarland says it may also be DOA. Right now, the U.S. House seems more keen on just funding Israel and leaving aside Ukraine aid. And there's a reason for that, because there are dozens, if not a majority, of House Republicans who simply do not support aid for Ukraine in any context, in any way. There are many more chapters of the story to be written even after the Senate finally gets around to a final vote, likely on Tuesday or Wednesday. Just released research shows black women 25 to 44 were six times more likely to be killed by gunfire than white women over the past two decades. The Columbia University study, CBS News medical contributor Celine Gounder. Black women may be less likely to report issues with domestic or intimate partner violence where their community has had bad interactions with the police. The Dow lost 55. The S&P hit a record high. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 503 on Friday afternoon, February the 9th. We have clouds right now, a little peak of sunshine. Temperatures, they're holding around 60 degrees in much of the region. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Campaign 2024 now on WTOP. Maryland's U.S. Senate race just got a lot more competitive. Former Republican Governor Larry Hogan says he is in the running to succeed retiring Democratic Senator Ben Cardin. WTOP's Mitchell Miller today on The Hill. I'm completely fed up with politics as usual. The state's most prominent Republican announcing his candidacy in a video he released. We can do so much better, but not if we keep electing the same kind of typical partisan politicians. Today was the filing deadline for the race. Hogan will be favored for the GOP nomination in a field that includes seven other Republican candidates. Among those seeking the Democratic nomination are Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks and Congressman David Trone. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Well, WTOP's Kate Ryan sits down with an expert in Maryland politics who wrote a book about Larry Hogan to ask about his decision. As a filing deadline loomed, former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan announced he's in. He's running for the seat being vacated by retiring Senator Ben Cardin. Was the decision by the Maryland Republican really that much of a surprise? It is a surprise. Malia Cromer, director of the Sarah T. Hughes Center for Politics at Goucher College. He has consistently stated over the last two years that he was not interested in running for the U.S. Senate. Politics and times change. So here we are. Hogan's a Republican who remained popular in solidly blue Maryland. He's going to have to contend with not just his own individual brand, but the brand of the Republican Party nationwide. But Cromer said Hogan's a savvy politician who won two terms by accurately gauging what it would take to win. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 505, nobody likes getting scammed. It's expensive. It's inconvenient. Well, now we're learning a lot of us got scammed in the past year. Consumers in our area reported losing $13 million to scams in just last year. That reflects almost 6,300 reports of fraud. With an average loss of about $442, says Jay Mansfield of the Federal Trade Commission. Identity theft and imposter scams top the list. The way a consumer would typically come across this, either they get a notification that an account has been opened in their name, 
or they go to get a credit card and discover that somebody has opened a credit card in their name in the last few months, and they didn't realize that because they didn't do it. If someone claims to be from a government agency and says you need to make a payment with gift cards or cryptocurrency, he says that's always a scam. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. More than 100 million people are expected to watch the Super Bowl in a couple of days, and some of us, well, we just like to watch it for the commercials, so advertisers hope that they don't blow it. Give me hands. Worked together for 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. You were great. You still don't know, do you? I don't. That Uber Eats ad with David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston is already getting talked about, which is a good spot to be in. If you can have something that generates some buzz around the water cooler on Monday, you win. Hank Boyd's a clinical professor of marketing at the University of Maryland. Is it going to be funny? Is it going to be humorous? Is it going to be something about joy, about life? Those are the commercials I think they're going to win because they still have to be entertaining. Each 30-second spot will cost about $7 million this year. John Dome in WTOP News. Well, if you are throwing a Super Bowl party, you should know some fan-favorite foods are being recalled because of a listeria outbreak. They include seven-layered bean dip, chicken enchiladas, cilantro salad dressing, and taco kits made by Rizzo Lopez Foods. That's R-I-Z-O, Lopez Foods. Among those, all those items are sold at Costco, Trader Joe's, and Albertsons. Now, if you think you have any affected products, you're being advised to throw them away and thoroughly clean any surfaces that food may have touched. Read much more about the recall by heading to WDTOP.com. Search recalls. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson will not be playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday, but will still be a special day for him. Governor Moore proclaimed Sunday, February This Sunday, as Lamar Jackson Day, in honor of Jackson being named the NFL MVP for the second time, Moore says Lamar is a generational talent and recognizes him for accomplishments both on and off the field. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A trifecta of star ratings for a Virginia resort. I'm Jeff Glabel. 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we start with Dave Dildine in the traffic center. On the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, there is a renewed fire rescue response, and now that paramedics have arrived mid-span, westbound traffic was briefly held. You are now once again getting by single file to the right, westbound across the Bay Bridge with a fairly long backup extending onto Kent Island. The reversible lane has been closed. That is the lane where the crash occurred. And there are still some drivers caught in that lane, unable to turn around. But uh, traffic at the crossover near Sandy Point has been cut. And so if you're eastbound on 50, you're getting by on the eastbound span in two lanes and just a brief delay. But potentially getting a little slower and a little more crowded. Again, westbound, it is jammed off Kent Island with just one right lane getting by mid-span on the Bay Bridge. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, many slowdowns inside and outside of the Capitol Beltway with nothing blocking the way. 95 southbound, unwinding a little bit through Howard County. The remains of a crash south of 32 on the right shoulder, but getting cleared. Volume delays in the Beltway, most pronounced on the interloop between Tysons and Bethesda, and it's especially slow on the interloop across the Legion Bridge because of an earlier crash that happened on the north end of the 270 Spur. In Virginia, on the outer loop, a little slow past 66, and likewise from Telegraph Road to the Wilson Bridge, but as Fridays go, that could be worse. 66 westbound crowded near the Fairfax exits, but brief delays only westbound through Centerville. Eastbound traffic heavy at Arlington. 395 slow both ways near Springfield, and also inbound 
a sluggish pace across the 14th Street Bridge toward the wharf. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's head on over to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. After a stunning afternoon across the DMV, we'll see clouds continue to increase for the remainder of the evening. Temperatures will slowly fall through the 50s. By early tomorrow morning, we're in the 40s with cloudy skies. This is ahead of our next weather maker, a cold front that arrives here midday tomorrow. It's going to trigger a few showers. Temperatures will be in the 60s and behind the front, cooler air. It's going to take a little time to arrive, but we're definitely going to feel it for the day on Sunday. Highs then will be in the 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we have some clouds, 60 in Fort Belvoir, 59 at Foggy Bottom, 58 in Silver Spring. And it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 510. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour to Jeff Claybaugh. Inflation was a little tamer in December than the government first reported. CPI revision shows consumer prices rose two-tenths of a percent in December, bringing annual inflation at the end of the year to 3.3%. A D.C. company will be running one of the most expensive Super Bowl ad campaigns. The Washington Business Journal says real estate company CoStar has booked four spots for Homes.com and another one for Apartments.com. Middleburg's Salamander Resort gets a Forbes travel trifecta, getting five-star ratings for its restaurant, its hotel, and its spa, one of only five properties in the U.S. to get all three ratings. Record day on Wall Street. The S&P 500 up 29 points, closing above 5,000 for the first time. The Dow lost 55 points. The Nasdaq rallied 196. It closed at a 52-week high. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOB News. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. Coming up, Russia's Vladimir Putin does not sit down to do too many news interviews, especially with foreign media. So why did he agree to talk to Tucker Carlson? We'll go live to WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. That's coming up. It's 512. This is the day of the big sale at your gift shop. Welcome in. So this isn't just a big day for your business. It's a big day for the network keeping it all connected. That is, if it can handle the pressure. Next in line, please. So is it possible to get business internet you can really count on? It is. With 99.9% network reliability from Comcast Business. It's like this neat little bow. Do you like that gift wrap? Really ties it all together. Reliable internet for your business. It's not just possible. It's happening. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with fast speeds and advanced security for $49.99 a month for 12 months with a one-year contract. Plus, ask how to get up to a $1,000 prepaid card on a qualifying gig bundle. Don't wait. Call or go online today to switch to Comcast Business. Ends 221-24. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 50 megabits per second internet and security edge. Eco bill and auto pay required. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After 12 months, regular rates apply. Here's Kimberly Harris, the Director of Community Health and Social Impact at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion, Advancing Healthcare with Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, sponsored by Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Because it's more invisible when we talk about health equity and the racial disparities as it relates to healthcare, that is something that is sort of a moving target, if you will. Like, you can't put your finger on it all of the time, but when we talk about systemic racism, or where we might even have services and how those services are rolled out. 
maternal health in terms of the disparities with women of color versus women that are not of color and, you know, health outcomes related to childbirth, et cetera, racial inequities that would be at the top of the list, but we're addressing it through health equity. And so Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield Association has health equity as a, a strategy for all of the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans and more specifically Care First is participating in that. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Hi, this is Jermaine Johnson, Regional President of PNC Bank. As a longtime member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade, PNC is proud to be the presenting sponsor of the 104th Midwinter Dinner on March 13th at the Washington National Washington's Top News, WTOP, government, community partners at this very special black tie event. For more information on the Midwinter Dinner and to purchase tickets, Go to BOT.org. That's BOT.org. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts. Matt. Breaking news on WTOP. Two people have been arrested in the shooting death of a two-year-old boy, Jeremy Pucusaris, last night in Langley Park. The toddler and his mom were shot at an apartment complex just about 24 hours ago. You remember we brought you that as it happened yesterday. The mother was injured. She is expected to survive. The suspects, police say, are 33-year-old Israel Fuentes Jr. and 28-year-old Johnny Torcisos, both of Lewisdale. A news conference is expected to start soon by police in Prince George's County. WTOP's Matt Koufax is there. Keep it here on WTOP for all the latest. 515, Russian President Vladimir Putin has used an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson to urge Washington to recognize Moscow's interests and persuade Ukraine to sit down for peace talks. Well, Putin also said in that interview released last night, Russia stands ready to negotiate a potential prisoner exchange that would free Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. Now, he was detained almost a year ago on a false espionage charge. Joining us live, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green. J.J., news networks have been asking the Russian president to sit down and talk for a long time, and he most likely and always usually resists. So why did Putin do this interview now? Well, uh, and there are four things. Um, There's an election going to happen later this year. There's a war going on that Russia is not doing well in. There's economic trouble and... There's something that somebody I was speaking to earlier today said that uh, he's like a shark. He he senses blood in the water, and he has been watching the dysfunction in the U.S. that's been taking place. And being what he is, which is an old intelligence guy, he is uh, likely looking for a way and an opportunity to leverage uh, what's going on in the U.S., to his benefit. And so all of this right now is likely to try to help his cause in all of those things, an election, the war, economic troubles, and of course, to continue to meddle in U.S. politics. Well, why Tucker Carlson, whose videos are seen on X? Well, you know, regardless of what you think of Tucker Carlson, um, Vladimir Putin views him as sympathetic. Tucker Carlson has said things over over time and over the years that would give one the impression that he does maybe have some uh, areas where he identifies with the way Vladimir Putin thinks. And uh, the one thing is very clear about engaging with 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 the Kremlin. You don't get in there to do an interview, uh, especially these days, unless it's going to be friendly. And if you look at this interview between Putin and Tucker Carlson, it was mostly Putin. The first half an hour, 40 minutes was a lecture. 
basically. And then there were situations where Carlson tried to speak and Putin just sort of admonished him. So it looked as though he was controlling him. So this was something that was done on Putin's terms with a person he felt is, felt comfortable with, I suppose. And I suppose Tucker Carlson fit the bill. J.J., Putin says he's willing to work out a deal to free the Wall Street Journal reporter. But Russia has been holding another American for more than five years now. You spoke with Paul Whelan over the Christmas holidays, and he expressed deep concern that this very thing would actually happen. He actually did, and He mentioned that on Christmas Eve. He said... Uh, one of the very first things he said, I am deeply concerned that the Russians are going to try to strike a deal with the United States to bring Evan Gershkovich home and leave me behind for a third time. And I asked him why he felt that way. And he said, because they've been moving the goalpost the entire time I've been here. He said uh, there was an opportunity early on in his detention where the U.S. could have traded uh, Maria Butina, uh, Victor Boot. And Konstantin Yurchenko, for him, President Trump at the time, declined to do that. And so he said that they realized that they had something here. So when Brittany Griner and Trevor Reed came into the picture, they moved them ahead of him, considering the fact that um, they could get something more for him. And that's exactly what he was afraid of, that this kind of scenario would come up. I will say this. The U.S. government has told me they're absolutely not interested in trading one for one. They want to trade for both of them, Evan Gershkovich and Paul Whelan. So we'll have to see how and if this interview makes a difference. All right, J.J., thanks. You're welcome. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. We're brought to you by the Council of Governments. Share the ride to work. Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. To the Traffic Center we go and Dave Dildine. In Maryland, Route 50 toward the Bay Bridge. Westbound traffic is stop, go, and single file beyond Cox Creek and onto the westbound bridge span. Mid-span, westbound drivers get by the crash slowly and in only one lane to the right. The wreck happened in the reversible lane. Eastbound, some drivers are still caught in that lane near the crash scene. But eastbound traffic must use the eastbound span off Broad Neck past Sandy Point. The reversible lane traffic cut back near the peninsula. And because eastbound drivers are limited to that eastbound span on a Friday afternoon, it is getting quite slow now, coming east of Cape St. Clair and St. Margaret's Road. But the eastbound lanes on that bridge span are open toward Kent Island. 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway and Capitol Beltway traffic, Friday congestion without incident, and likewise in Virginia on 66, 395, and 95. No specific incidents reported blocking. Feel the romance at Whole Foods Market. Prime members get a double dozen bunch of roses for just $24.99 through February 14th while supplies last. Shop in store or online term supply. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head on over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Who do we have here? Uh, Jordan. Hi, hey, Jordan. good evening. <laughs> hey, yeah. We're... You had a pretty good day here going out there, don't you? I think so. And tomorrow we do it again with the, at least the temperatures being into the 60s. But again, we'll have some clouds and a few showers. Can't rule that out tomorrow during the lunchtime hour, but don't plan for a washout on your Saturday. Uh, mostly dry conditions, at least for the afternoon. And with the cloud cover, temperatures in the 60s, I would get out and enjoy it because February does return starting early next week with highs back into the 40s. We'll have another rain chance Sunday morning, and that one's only around 50%, so at least some on and off rain is possible. Monday 
Wednesday night, that's the best rain chance at 90%. And even Tuesday morning, some colder air tries to move in. Can't rule out some snowflakes trying to mix in for Tuesday, but we'll watch the data this weekend and see if there are any changes to that. The rest of next week is dry, but it's cool in the 40s. And President's Day weekend, already trending quite cold with temperatures only around 40 degrees. 58 now in Silver Spring, 59 still. Arlington, 60 in Fairfax and Upper Marlboro at 61 degrees. Thanks, Jordan. Brought to you by Lenda Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Up ahead on WTOP. The owner of the Caps and Wizards on trying to move the teams. Democracy sometimes isn't pretty. I'm Nick Einelli. 522. The questions begin from the moment you get the cancer diagnosis. What if I can't fight it? What if I can't recover? What if I can't dance at my daughter's wedding? But what if you can? At the Johns Hopkins Kimmel Cancer Center, our trailblazing oncologists ask, what if? Leading the world through 50 years of cancer expertise. And we've brought it all to you at Sibley Memorial Hospital and Suburban Hospital. Johns Hopkins Medicine, world-leading cancer care in your community. HopkinsCancerDC.org. Going to the dentist shouldn't be scary, and neither should making an appointment. Dave Preston here, and I've been called the Prince of Procrastination by some, while my complicated work schedules over the years resulted in my dental appointments slipping through the cracks. How long? Well, I'd rather not say. Thankfully, Dr. Ruparelli and his staff at Cascades Dental in Sterling made me feel at ease during my appointments last year. They also made my teeth, gums, and mouth in general feel great. The Cascades Center for Dental Health has a highly trained team of dental experts that can handle even the most complex cases. It can help you overcome your fear of the dentist with sedation dentistry. Cascades One is a revolutionary full mouth implant solution that can create your perfect smile in less than a day using their on-site lab going to the dentist isn't scary let cascades prove it to you they proved it to me two locations cascade center for dental health in sterling and cascade center in burke make a no obligation appointment today 866-25-SLEEP or visit cascades1.com you're listening to wtop news 523 well the plan to move the caps and the wizards from dc to alexandria still needs approval from state and local lawmakers and there are increasing numbers of alexandria protesters taking bus trips to Richmond to push back on the new arena that would be built at Potomac Yard. So how does Ted Leonsis, the owner of the teams, feel about the approval process so far? He talked about it with WTOP's Nick Ionelli. I'm not a politician, and and so I'm going to let the process carry out. That process involves getting approval from the Alexandria City Council and the Virginia General Assembly. Some Alexandria residents have been outspoken in their opposition to the arena plan. Responding to them, Ted Leonsis tells WTOP. It has become a little personally frustrating. Specifically, he says he feels that way when critics say the Potomac Yard Metro Station isn't big enough for arena crowds. Leonsis says those concerns can be addressed in part by expanding the station, adding elevators and escalators. You know, when something comes up to us, we say, well, tell us specifically what the problem is and let us address that specific problem. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. This just ended WTOP. Two earthquakes to tell you about. One hit just south of the Big Island of Hawaii. It was a 5.7. The Pacific Tsunami Warning Center says no tsunami is expected. It wasn't shaking could be felt in Honolulu. That's about 200 miles to the north. Also, an earthquake with a preliminary magnitude of 4.6 struck the southern California coast near Malibu this afternoon. It was widely felt in the Los Angeles region. This is the 53rd anniversary, by the way, of the 1971 San Fernando earthquake. That hit a magnitude 6.6. 
That quake killed 64 people and caused more than a half billion dollars in damage. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace, lots of eyes on the Super Bowl, but there are also inquiring minds about the commanders and what they did. That's right, yeah. Hiring a special teams coordinator, and Larry Izzo is his name. He's been with Seattle for the last six years, and he's also a three-time Super Bowl champ as a player with the Patriots. Grew up in Northern Virginia, went to Broad Run High School in Ashburn. So the three main coordinators now on staff for Dan Quinn. Other NFL news today, Chip Kelly, well, not NFL news, but coaching news, Chip Kelly leaving